minutes a day, 365 days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Pack a Day Podcast. You can get all your Pack a Day updates by following us on Twitter at Pack a Day Podcast. And remember to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, or Spotify. And of course, you can always check us out at CheeseheadTV.com. My name is Andrew Mertig. This is our very last game preview of the 2018 season, which is really hard to believe uh, that the season is over already. And while it certainly hasn't lived up to the hype that most of us fans had and, and the expectations that we had... We shouldn't take any games for granted as we approach what is always a very long and hard-to-deal-with offseason without our Green Bay Packers. So for today's preview, we're going to keep it relatively short, um, and we're going to take a look at some of the important matchups and some players to look forward to during today's game, which otherwise is relatively meaningless as far as the playoff hunt goes. So the first matchup that I wanted to take a look at is Reggie Gilbert and Kyler Fackrell against the Lions offensive line. If you had told me at the beginning of the season that I'd be looking forward to seeing Kyler Fackrell play, um, I would not believe you at all. Um, but both Gilbert and Fackrell have shown a little bit in the last couple weeks, and the Lions offensive line has been downright porous. And I expect that Gilbert and Fackrell are going to get a lot of the snaps today um, to get them even more exposure and game experience and film for Brian Gutekunst to review. And the Packers have had success scheming pressure. And also, the Lions quarterback, Matthew Stafford, tends to make major and mistakes at crucial times when he has people in his face. So the Lions have already seemed to quit on head coach Matt Patricia, and I don't think it's going to take a lot of mistakes or um, obstacles for them to just completely fold, and we see a defense that looks very similar to the way that the New York Jets played last week. So if the Packers can turn over Stafford early, I would imagine that this game could get out of control in Green Bay's favor very, very quickly. Another matchup that you always have to watch when the Packers and the Lions square off is Darius Slay versus Devontae Adams. Slay and Adams are both top-notch competition. They're both Pro Bowl-level players. Um, and it looks like Devontae is going to be active today after all, and he is working towards that Packers receiving yards record for a single season. Slade didn't show much ability to slow him down earlier this year, but any time you have an elite player like Darius Slay matching up with a guy like Devontae Adams, I'm sure Slay is going to want to recover some of his pride that he lost and also probably setting a goal to keep Devontae Adams short of his personal goal. I know Aaron Rodgers is very aware of that record, and he's probably going to be looking Adams' way a lot. Not that he doesn't already, um, but I would expect to see a lot of targets early, and then maybe if you see that record secured, uh, maybe making way to some of those young wide receivers. And speaking of which, those are going to be some of the players that I'm really looking forward to seeing, the young wideouts, um, and then also the young players in the secondary. And that's what we've been watching all season long. But these games, while they might be meaningless in a playoff hunt, have a ton of value for those youngsters. Of course, we would expect to see Jair Alexander shadowing Kenny Galladay most of the day, um, the guy that I think is the Lions' only worthwhile wide receiver. But it would be nice to see a big day out of Josh Jackson, finally. Um, certainly Josh Jones and Raven Green at safety. And then also the emerging Tony Brown. 
the Lions' secondary options at receiver, like I said, are not great. And it would be very disconcerting to me if Green Bay cannot contain them. And as always, I'm really excited to see Equinemia St. Brown. To me, he's really going to be a good, maybe even great receiver in this league. He has all the size and all the skills. And what I've been really excited about is that he's shown that he is a willing blocker, which is going to be really important, and that was highly questionable uh, when he came out of Notre Dame, um, but he's shown ability there. His route running has continued to prove every week. Um, and if you know anything about Equinemius's background, you know he's going to be a hard worker. You know he is going to be ready, whether it be with diet or workout or mental preparedness, to be a great NFL receiver. It was just all about, does he have the desire to do that? And so far, he has shown that. And I expect ESB to be a major part of the Packers' future. Of course, uh, there's also Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and he has the ability to develop into the deep threat Aaron Rodgers has been lacking for quite a while. I'd like to see them take a couple of gambles. Aaron has been highly conservative with the football all year. I'd like to see him take a couple of big shots down the field towards Valdez-Scantling and just see what he can do with a 50-50 ball. Um, The guy clearly has the burners to get open, but um, what happens if there's somebody in coverage? And and I want to see if he can just go up and and get one um, and, and start making big plays like his mentor, Randy Moss. I'd also, of course, like to see um, the cult legend Jake Kumaro continue to develop his rapport with Rodgers. Kumaro showed some excellent um, ability to get off the line, um, which I think is going to be his big issue because of his lack of athleticism. So um, if he can continue to get off of those jam coverages, he's an excellent route runner. He's got good hands. Um, he, he's going to be able to make an impact if he can show that he can overcome what looks to be a lack of quick twitch ability. Um, but I'm always excited to see Jake Kumaro, even though I have my doubts about how great he can be. Um, but, you know, I... I want to see those young receivers. I want to see the young secondary. I'm also seeing, hoping to see some of the players rise to the top in other positions and really work towards starting to create competition for those roster spots. Um, you know, a lot of people have talked about this as an early preseason opportunity, and really that's the way it's looking. And, and hopefully those young players are, are looking at it that way and taking advantage of those opportunities. Um, I'm certainly going to be watching Robert Tanyan who should get more snaps today, and he is going to try to make an impact in the passing game alongside of the running game. Um, I watch the defensive line. There's an incredibly young group there, and they need to show what they can do in the future. Tyler Lancaster has been um, an emerging threat as a run stuffer, and I think he has shown, even as an undrafted rookie, that he has a future as a depth guy on that line. Um, But I really want to see Dean Lowry and Montrevious Adams who have to continue to develop to show that they can be the person next to Mike Daniels and Kenny Clark as that emerging threat. Um, Certainly, we had huge expectations of the defensive line this year. Um, It hasn't necessarily come to fruition. Clark has been wonderful um, and played certainly at a Pro Bowl level um, and maybe starting to emerge as an all-pro kind of player. Mike Daniels is a fantastic player, um, but really they haven't gotten that that play next to them that has been up to snuff. And part of that was the Muhammad Wilkerson injury. 
part of it is that, quite frankly, Lowry and Adams haven't quite played up to their expectations. So I'd like to see some continued development out of those two. And I know, uh, as always, I'm going to take a little bit of heat because I am on the I hope they play well and lose bandwagon. Um, That always gets me in trouble um, with probably half of the Packers fan base. But no matter what, win or lose, whatever you're you're there, um, you know, watching on TV or at the stadium, hoping to see, there are always a lot of intriguing things you can watch for anytime the green and gold suits up. So I don't like the attitude that this is just a throwaway game. There are going to be a lot of things um, that, if you watch closely, you're gonna you're gonna see um, that are gonna help to set up the offseason. What Brian Gutekunst needs to be looking to acquire. Um, when you look at the right guard position, when you look at the young linebackers, um, certainly special teams is gonna play a factor. As Ron Zook's unit, quite frankly, has been terrible recently, and so. Um, you know, not only are they evaluating the players on the field, and there's a lot of players that are sort of using this as a tryout, but they're also evaluating some of the coaching staff to see if um, they're worth keeping around. Um, I certainly don't think Joe Philbin is the answer, um, but maybe there's some people on the staff that would be answers for the Green Bay Packers long term. Um, certainly a little bit of breaking news that, that came out this morning is that Pat Fitzgerald is amongst those who is going to be interviewed. And while I'm not super excited about the Northwestern head coach as an NFL prospect, um, that certainly is an intriguing name as Mark Murphy was responsible for his hire at Northwestern. So um, I try not to get too high or too low on any of these coaching candidates, knowing they're going to be bringing in a ton of different people to take a look at that job. Um, But Fitzgerald is an intriguing name, and certainly a a local guy. He's had success at Northwestern, which is not easy. He's not somebody that a lot of people are going to get excited about, but definitely a name to watch for as this um, job search continues forward. So I said we were going to keep it short today. I actually have to get ready to go to Lambeau right now, um, and we needed an emergency fill-in for the podcast. So I am happy to be your host as we, we get ready for the Week 17 matchup against the Detroit Lions. Um, but that is all the time that we have for today. This has been the Packaday Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Andrew Mertig. Remember to also follow at Packaday Podcast as well. I'm going to be getting ready for the game, and I'm really excited about it. If if you like what we're doing here on the Packaday Podcast, please remember to subscribe. We're going to have a ton of great off-season content coming up. You can check me out every single Friday. Uh, Kyle, my normal co-host, will be back next Friday, and we're going to be taking a look at the Packers head coaching search, um, certainly the rest of the NFL playoffs, and then what to expect in the Packers' upcoming offseason. This has been a very difficult season, but we really appreciate you listening, and as always, remember... From the 16 of New York, first down, goal to go. Rodgers in the shotgun, Williams to his left, here's the snap. Rodgers, clean pocket, throws the middle of the end zone. Playboard to the back line of the end zone, and the Packers have won it. 
Rodgers with Williams to his right takes the snap. They pick up the blitz. Lock it on the left side. He's got Kubera right up the right sideline. Cuts it back to the 10 to the end zone. Touchdown. No flag. 49-yard pass play. Kubera from Rodgers. Motion to the right side of St. Brown. Pitch goes to Williams around the left end. Has to block. He makes the turn to the five. Barrel down to the end zone. Touchdown. Paul Wickard by Jamal Williams to get the pylon. Seven-yard touchdown run. And it's 21-13 New York. Roger Shotgun takes the snap, rolls the pocket right. Looking, now lost it. Right side, got a man wide open. St. Brown, stiff arms his way by a man. Inside the third, 25. Put down the three-yard line of New York. Snap, Roger Shotgun looking. Steps up, climbs the pocket, throws the left side. He's got Marquez Valdez gambling down the left side, line 30. Stays in play to the 25. He's down at the 20-yard line. It is fourth and one. Here snaps to Rodgers, looks, pops it over the left side. He's got Robert Tanyan on a cross, across the 40. Between the numbers, brought down at the 35-yard line of New York, first down. Here's the snap, faking handoff, rolling right as Rodgers looks the end zone, takes it himself, he's in for the score. It's 35-29, Rodgers scoring on a one-yard touchdown run around the right end. Takes the snap, backpedals, pump fakes once, and again, holds the left side. Rodgers going to take it himself, to the 20, to the 15, cuts it back in the back of the five, and he's wide open, near the one-yard line. So, fourth down for the Packers, inches away from the lead score. Rodgers takes quarterback sneak, reaches over, and the ball came loose, but it's a touchdown! A touchdown, Green Bay! Rodgers reached it over, and the Packers have taken the lead, 36-35.